0: all right what is going on everybody got a packed show for you guys tonight we've got Zelina Vega being released we've got uh more on that we've got Paige and Sonya Deville Stalkers are back in wrestling we have a ton more 15 years since Eddie Guerrero passed way more right here I am Boxman this is Dirt Sheet Dudes let's get it started
1: out of
2: your bad all night the chance you have. You have no chance. If you had a chance to do the run lickety flip. you can't run the fat asses. Well, Flair, you know what? I'm not a normal looking me myself. You know what I'm talking about? I've been in the games the life. It's a privilege. And an honor to walk out with only Addison, like luga and the omelet of all night. I am not a happy camper. What is Bully Ray's motivation? You no, know, I love you. I know he loves sugar. But I checked my packet. I don't have no donuts. I don't have no cheeseburger. I know you love sugar, but I ain't got none! To beat the man, you gotta beat the man, and I'm standing right here in Nashville, Tennessee,
1: pal. I'm the man. Booking a match for the tournament package next year in Super Bowl. Super Saturday. What is it? I don't even know what it's called. What is it called? Super Bowl Saturday. Super Bowl Saturday.
2: You don't lose faith in winners, and Ric Flair day in and day out. Every day of his life just keeps winning
1: and winning and winning. Ric Flair! <gasps> New York City Ric Flair! You're gonna find out what hard is all about! I do exactly what I want to do. You say
2: I'm insane? I say thank you very much! We get, we get the delicious riches,
1: riches. God! I hate God! Hit the dog!
2: We love you, Scott Scotsman!
1: Today, woo, I've got the style and profile like never before. You guys talk about being students of the game. I am the game, Jr.
2: In love. Fall in love with that charm One woman I, I cheat, I steal. I, lie, I cheat, I steal. I don't care if you don't like me, uh, Everybody wants to fight me Do you feel it? Hey lo claro, I ain't the one you wanna meet nada caliente, I'm too hot for you, yo Latino heat from the streets of the ghetto at the end of the week i get the key building netto you're fast asleep when i sneak in your casa your life sucks you're bankrupt and i'm laughing <laughs> can't trust me and because i'm laughing <laughs> I, lie, I cheat i steal you feel it? I, lie, I, cheat, I steal yeah say hello to eddie yo too many try to tell me
0: what all I right know. what is going on folks and once again yeah i played that because it has been 15 years since we've lost uh Eddie Guerrero. Um oh wow, I forgot to turn off the volume up on the TV here. I will do that. Sorry about that. Um, but uh fifteen years since we lost Eddie Guerrero, um I really, really loved uh the Eddie Guerrero character. Two of my favorite kind of incarnations of uh of the Eddie Guerrero character were that one right there that I just played, the lie, cheat, and steal. Where uh, you know, I mean, he'd like throw the chair at the, you know, th- knock the chair on the ground, fall down, throw it to the ref, all that kind of stuff. I loved that one, and I really liked him with China. Um, China seemed like she was in a good place during that uh, that whole little thing. But uh, I've never lied. Eddie is one that I will not lie. I shed a tear for, as the Rock would say, manly tears. I shed manly tears for her, for uh, for him. But uh, no, they were uh, they were sad tears, to be honest with you. I was, uh, I was a, uh, a, a big fan of his. And, uh, it, I mean, it was sudden. We've talked about it before on, uh, on some older shows, but, uh, anyway, um, definitely wanted to mention that 15 years. It, uh, it definitely doesn't feel like 15 years. It, uh, it feels like it was fucking yesterday, but, um, I am box, man. You've got me tonight. Uh, I have talked to smark. Um, he's going to take a little, little time off and, uh, We'll see where that goes. But you guys got me tonight. I want to talk some wrestling. I hope you guys do, too. We have plenty to get into. Um, Obviously, we have the Zelina Vega thing to get into. Um, I might even just start with that and then get into the couple shows that I'm going to get into. But uh, before that, I completely forgot last uh, on Wednesday night to uh, start with the plugs. So why don't I go ahead and uh, get that done? For you guys tonight, I'm going to go ahead and do that real quick. Just looking for something to play here, and I will find something in just a second. And then we will uh, go ahead and get these plugs knocked out for you guys. So, all right, here we go. Got something there. And, of course, I want to start out with the high marks. That is Cheese Man. That is Mojo. That is G-Wiz. You definitely want to be checking those guys out once again on the Mixler.com slash Network that's not a stutter. There's two T's in that motherfucking mitt. So, metal mitt network on uh Mixler definitely want to check out those guys. That's the high marks. Uh, and of course, Bobby Anthem, Bobby Blades on The Inhuman Experience. Definitely want to check out those guys right there. You are signing up for more than just The Inhuman Experience. It is just an experience, and you want to definitely subscribe on all the usual podcast platforms. And of course, you've got the Unscripted Wrestling Podcast found on all the usual podcast platforms. That's Eric, that's Doug, that's Daniel. That's a whole cast of characters over there. You definitely want to be checking them out. You can check them out, Blog Talk Radio. Um, they're on Fridays, early Fridays, you know, kind of like uh, 6.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. And you can check them out uh, on uh, Sunday nights also. And, of course, Stephen Milan, I really appreciate you sharing the show. And I know uh, I know Smart does, too. And you can find him reviewing movies over there on letterboxd.com slash Stephen Milan. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, review us. You can review us on iTunes. You can even go over to Spreaker and leave a comment. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dudes. Twitter, obviously. Come on, Dirt Cheat Dudes. It's just Dirt Dudes everywhere. You can find us on Stitcher, iHeart, Spotify, Google, TuneIn, Player FM. You know where to find us because you're listening to us. And, of course, you can always find us right here, mixer.com slash Dirt Dudes. And uh, all right. On that note, I'm going to go ahead and drop this music behind me and hit pause, and I'm going to go ahead and get going. And you know what? I am going to go ahead and just start out with this uh, Zelina Vega thing. I'm not going to sit here and tease it all fucking night. That ain't right. That's That would be wrong of me to do, so I'm not going to do that. Um, going to go ahead and uh, get this. To, again, this Zelina Vega thing is. Uh, so here's what. Obviously, there was a tweet that went out at literally at uh 5:46 p.m. today um that she supported uh, uh, she says I support union unionization um so she was supporting union unionization that's a hard word to say isn't it unionization uh, try to get me to say curriculum jesus christ see see what happens but <laughs> um yeah i, I just it's. It was weird. I, I, I'm I not going to get into the whole union thing. We've been through it time and time again. It's not something I really need to get into um, one more time. But uh, 5.46 p.m., she tweets that. Ten minutes, and I mean ten minutes later, WWE announced her release at 5.56 p.m. Um, so I don't know what's going on with that really. I don't know if that one tweet, was the reason she was released. I don't know if there's more. According to, um, someone did just post a story. Give me one second here. Let me get to that. Uh, Rob Vestick over in Umbrella, uh, at Wrestling Umbrella posted a, a little story there that, uh, according to WrestleVotes, uh, so take that with a grain of salt. Um, there's a bit more behind the scenes to, to Zelina Vega's release. Frustration from both sides is an understatement. While it can't be directly tied to today's news, Aleister Black recently requested to move back to NXT and was denied uh, dissension amongst the parties involved. So I don't really know what's going on there. Again, it could be more than just this little... I mean, I don't see where the tweet... Look, you support what you support, but if you're really going to start releasing people, and by the way, and WWE, by the way, I'm reading the exact quote WWE has comes to terms on the release of Zelina Vega. We wish her all the best in her future endeavors. So this is definitely, you know, she was definitely released. I, I, I don't know. Can we see Alistair Black going through a table for uh, the next three, four, five weeks? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to see. Um... But according to Dave Meltzer, he tweeted uh, earlier, Zelina Vega let go for supporting unionization. Tells me Vince wants to pick a very interesting fight. We'll see if he gets his wish. Little vague there by old old Meltzer. Not quite sure what he means by all that. But I guess we're going to have to see what goes on. Um, I don't know. I mean, she was just getting into, uh, you know, kind of getting the push, kind of getting into the, not the main event, but she was getting into some storylines on her own. She had just gotten rid of Andrade and um, and Angel Garza. And now suddenly, out of nowhere, boom, she's gone. Um, all right, so Antox is actually in the chat. Uh, well, welcome, Antox. Finally, thanks for joining us. Um, or joining me, actually, only me here. Um, he's saying there's some more news coming out. She knew they were going to can her, so she said, fuck it. I don't know what she was doing backstage. I don't know what she was lobbying for. I don't know what she was screaming about. Um, But I got a feeling we're definitely all going to find out a little more on this story as it rolls on. So I guess that's really all we can do is uh, just wait a little bit um, and find out what's going to go on here. But right now, not a lot of information, just that tweet, which... Yeah, I could see Vince being a little upset about that tweet with unionization. But again, I mean you can't you can't get rid of someone for supporting something, whether you agree with it or not. I just don't agree with that. Personally, I don't agree with it. Um I guess as a company you gotta make decisions like that. I again, I still don't agree with it. I don't care if it's a company decision, a personal decision. I think it's still not a good decision to get rid of someone for personal beliefs if she's not back there screaming and yelling and making a fucking fuss about it then it's just what she believes and she's being quiet about it i don't see the fucking problem so if that's what it is i'm not going to be happy about it if she was back there causing trouble i don't know um we was just saying alistair elite wrestling you're going to have to remember he's going to also if he does leave or if he does uh get himself released. He's going to have that 90-day non-compete. And they could tack on more if he wants to leave under bad circumstances. So I don't know if I would see him there. Um, And I'm going to even, I I, got to tell you, I'm not sure where Zelina Vega would really fit in there. They've got a lot of people, a lot of women on that roster. And let's face it, they have one or two matches. They don't really have storylines going back and forth with women. I just don't see where AEW would need her uh, to be honest with you. Um, Wouldn't mind seeing her over there. Maybe if they figure out their women's division a little better and in, in due time, but I don't know. We'll see what happens, I guess with that storyline, but it was just out of nowhere. I mean, boom, she's gone. Um, but I, like I said, I don't want to sit there and tease you with that. I've got more news to get into. I'm going to go ahead and knock out uh, a couple of shows. I'm going to go ahead and knock out the NXT. Actually, I've got a couple of a uh, couple of promos I'm going to play for you guys, which will uh, give me a chance to take a little drink, smoke a little bowl, maybe you know what I mean. Just kind of take a little time. But I do. Um, I will go ahead and say I did watch the Hulu version. I was pushed for time yesterday. Um, and today, I uh, did a lot more driving than I think. I found out uh, since I quit my job, packaging companies want a guy who can do couriers, c- courier service for them. And uh, that knows the business and can actually go in and talk to their customers. I've been doing a lot of uh, courier work, just driving stuff around, samples and stuff for people. So I might have found a new little new little niche for myself. Um, find out what happens there. <laughs> But it looks like I only missed two things. It looks like where Raquel Gonzalez um, beat up Boa and the Timothy Thatcher and Dexter Loomis match. So I won't be bringing those up. Uh, I apologize. But that's the only two things I did miss on this show. Um, I actually want to... I will go back and watch the Loomis and uh, Thatcher match. I do want to see that. Um, I'll probably go back and watch both. But in the meantime, I didn't watch either one of those. So... Won't be bringing either one of those up, um, but in the meantime, uh, I thought NXT was a, a, a fun show. Obviously, uh, we are back to normal this week. AEW um, back in the lead as far as ratings go. Uh, AEW, excuse me, AEW with uh, seven hundred sixty-four thousand, NXT with six hundred and thirty-two thousand. So, one 3, 9, 6, uh, 1. 3, 1, 396 uh 1,396,000 viewers which is a little less than the usual like I said it usually ranges between that one point four four and a half mark um but it looks like uh like I said we're right back in it. AEW 17th in the demo uh NXT 56th in their demo so there you go there. Like I said, back to normal. I, I didn't see I mean, look, if if NXT keeps having gimmick shows like that, that's great for them, but how long can they keep that shit up, to be honest with you? Um I guess we'll just have to uh just have to find out, but can't keep that shit up forever and you just can't keep 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 on going like that. But anyway, we get uh Gargano uh out there. I, I I'm I'm sorry. He's he's just a funny character to me. I like the guy, he makes me laugh. Um, I, I'm, I'm, that's not his complete total goal, but the character is definitely a fun, funny character. And I like that guy. Um, but, uh, Gargano comes out, he's got the wheel of challengers. Um, first thing I saw, and I'm sure a lot of you did too, was Leon Ruff was the only name kind of scratched out there and Sharpie. Everybody else was put out there as a, as a, you know, just all, you know, print it out and everything. Um, Leon Ruff wins it, obviously. Again, it's a rigged little thing. Uh, Gargano obviously toyed with him most of the match. Um, I got to be honest with you guys. (laughs) Leon Ruff kind of looks like if you ordered Leo Rush off of Wish, I think you might get Leo Rush. I do like the guy, though. He's got a lot of fucking charisma and a lot of character, and I like it. I like that after uh, he did end up uh beating Gargano for the title, um, which I'll get into in a minute. But I like that after he went up for that, he uh he raised his arms when he was up there and the belt just fell down. Uh good shit. I I, I I like the guy. But uh it's just he just he just has that he just has that quality about him where he just kind of looks like a knockoff Leo Rush, but maybe it's the hair. That's probably the hair. But um anyway we uh, Gargano toy, toys with him most of the match. Eventually, Leo uh, Leon, excuse me, Leon got him caught up in a uh, crucifix pin, Gargano, and he did pin Gargano. Uh, Damian Priest was out there watching the match and found this hilarious, just hilarious. And uh, Damian Priest was actually uh, backstage, and he tells Leon, "Listen, Gargano's gonna, and you know what? I figured it out tonight." Uh, Damian Priest talks like uh, Vin Diesel. He sounds like Vin Diesel. Uh, he he tells Leon he's gonna come back here pissed, take the Black Challenger and get the fuck out of here. Um, probably not a bad idea. And he was right. Literally a couple seconds later, we get Gargano coming back. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and run that audio. Here we go.
1: on your victory, how do you feel right now?
0: I feel, I feel so good, I mean, no, I, I, gotta, I gotta come. Look, congratulations, I know this is great and everything. But just know this, little Johnny's gonna come through that curtain, pissed off, and he's gonna kick your ass. So do me a favor, here, black challenger, take it and go, go, go.
2: It was incredible, it was incredible.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, Johnny. My fault. My fault. You did that. You You might be first, because the way you just choked was incredible. Shut it! Do his job. Do his job. You made the match, you idiot! Do your job. Please. Do your cool job, down do down. your job. It's done. Whose stupid idea was that? It Does was yours, knows? you idiot. No, no, everybody knows <laughs> Johnny Hale hates wheels, hates wheels. I would have never come up with that. Hey, hey, hey. You hey, reverse did, you did, it was your idea. Was no you, contract. Contract. Was no you made the match. No contract, there was no contract. Come on, Johnny. No
2: come on, Come on. You,
1: you made it official, you moron.
2: It's
1: all the way.
2: Time.
0: Time down. all right so there you go i like that i really i like that little scene right there um you know once again damian priest back there laughing kind of the whole time uh gargano saying who the hell made that mat?" well you fucking did dude you literally brought the wheel i hate wheels i hate wheels <laughs> i just i don't know i got a good chuckle out of it and um I, I just I liked it. Damian Priest was great. Like, dude, you're the one that made this whole match. And of course anytime I can see Regal Regal on camera, I'm uh I'm a happy camper about that. So uh so we did get that. Um but yeah, that uh we'll come back to that with Gargano a little later. He was told to leave and calm down and he uh he does. Um but uh again, we will get back to that in just a little bit here but um the next uh, thing we had was santos escobar uh out for the cruiserweight championship against jake atlas um i mean when i i mean immediately you see these two guys two incredibly talented guys you know it's going to be a great match and it was uh escobar uh talking a lot of shit throughout the match um I don't know if maybe they're going to kind of uh, try to give Jake Atlas his own little stable to go against these guys. Or if he maybe joins a tag team, um, what's going to happen. But I can see something like that maybe uh, going on. I guess we'll have to just see what happens down the road. But really enjoyed this match. Like I said, Jake Atlas and uh, is a really fucking talented guy. And my God, that fucking one, the first dropkick he, fu- he fucking did was amazing. But uh, Escobar did retain in that match. Um, and, uh, like I said, as soon as I, as soon as that match is announced, you know, it's going to be a great match. Those two are really talented guys. Um, we get Shotzi after that. She's pissed about her damn tank being crushed. Um, and you know what? Once again, instead of me trying to sit here and go through it, I'm going to let her talk about it. Uh, it's about a minute video. So minute seven, let's do this. Somebody left
1: your tank. In the middle of this road. Who would do
0: such a thing? Hmm? Annis didn't just
2: destroy my tank. She destroyed a piece of me. That tank represents who I am. It represents every, every challenge. That I have overcome in life. It wasn't just some cool vehicle that I rode to the ring. That tank represents freedom. And more importantly, it represents family that I have in the military. Family means the world to me. If it wasn't for family, I would not be here. And now she wants to say that we're even. Candace, we're way past even.
0: All right, this... Oh, jeez.
2: You want to send me a message, Candace? Here's one right back. I'm not looking for payback. I'm not looking for revenge. Candace, I'm looking to kick your ass.
0: All right, so there we go. Shotzi obviously talking about how the, uh... How that little tank meant more than just a little piece of, uh... Piece of machine she came to the ring with. Um, kind of like this. I kind of like that they're not making it just about the tank. I mean, they're making it about the tank, but the tank means more than that. Um, obviously, the family she has in the military, that was uh, that was a nice little tip of the hat. Um, I definitely like that. But um, I don't know, man. Like I said, it was uh, definitely not bad at all. I enjoyed it. And um, I guess we'll see what happens with this. But the next match we have is Tony Storm versus Candace LeRae. Um Candace <laughs> does pull out the win in this match. Uh I, I can't lie, I spent a lot of my time just looking at Tony. Can't really take matches. Uh notes when I'm doing that during the match. Uh <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um but uh Candace does win when the ref doesn't see her feet up on the ropes. Tony attacks her. The screen mask comes out and we do find out, as we said the rumor was it was Indy Hartwell The whole time. Um, I think we all knew that. Like I said, that was the rumor going around. Plus, she had kind of jumped in there and helped out a few weeks ago anyway. But um, once we get uh, after that, though, uh, Gargano, once again, outside of Regal's office, begging him to reverse the decision. And uh, he won't do it. He says the decision stands. Gargano is pissed. He said he'd cool down. But as you saw, he didn't cool down. He didn't cool down. Not one bit. Not one bit. Didn't cool down at all. Um, but uh, this brings up uh, Champa backstage. And I'm going to once again try to play one more promo. Let's see if, it's gonna, if it locks up. I'm just going to get the fuck out of it. Let's see what happens. Here we go.
1: I am approaching 16 years in this industry. And over that time, I've come across some tough guys. Hell, I still remember early in my career training with guys like Killer Kowalski and Harley Race. You wanna talk about tough men. Funny thing though about Killer and Harley, they never took liberties. Never told you how tough they were. They didn't have to, you just knew. But times have certainly changed. I look around the NXT locker room nowadays, and apparently, everybody's tough. You don't believe me, just ask them. They'll have no problem telling you just how tough they are. I suppose maybe it's the world we live in nowadays. Complain and get rewarded. Bark loud enough for long enough and people begin to fear your bite. Actions without consequence. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm a bit old school. Hell, I never thought I'd be the last of a dying breed. But I told you two weeks ago, and I'll tell you again now this culture, this 2020 locker room culture, it's going to change, and Tommaso Ciampa is that change.
0: So there you go. Once again, I I I like Ciampa being this like grizzled veteran who, and I'm sure when he mentioned Killer Kowalski Triple H is just exploding with happiness back there. I wouldn't doubt if that was his. Uh, he wrote that promo. Um, and, of course, Harley Race. Got to mention him, too. When you talk about tough guys, uh, Harley Race should be in there. Um, but I, I like that. You know, all these guys will tell you how tough they are, and the real tough guys didn't need to tell you how tough they were. They showed how tough they were. But there was no reason to tell you because you could see it. Um, really like that that, that whole thing from Ciampa. Um, once again, I mean Ciampa's just fucking great. Long I mean as I said last week, you know, or I think it might have been a Wednesday, just when you talk about great matches, the common denominator in a lot of those is Ciampa. So not much you can do about that. The guy is just really, really, really fucking talented. Um but uh did like that. Now after all that right there, we go ahead and get into the main event of the evening. Uh, um Pete Dunn, Pat McAfee comes out. Oni Lorkin, Danny Birch, uh, that little tag team there. This is going to be uh, Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch versus Brazongo. Um, McAfee comes out, cuts another meh promo. Um, <clears throat> I I, I kind of think that trash in the whole IWC thing is a little it's starting to get outdated a little bit. I'm not sure if it's really worth. And for him to be, he trashes the IWC, but a lot of those people are probably over on his YouTube channel um, if they're fans of his, so I I don't know. It's just kind of stupid to me that he does it. I get it, he's a heel, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, Anyway, um, Brazongo. I've always said I'm just not a fan um, of that tag team. I'm not saying the match was bad. I was a little taken out of it because I don't really care about either tag team, to be honest but uh drake maverick towards the end of the match did come out try to get a little bit of revenge for what they uh they did to Killian Dane obviously the last week on NXT they uh they attack Killian Dane Pete Dunne put his face into smashed it in a between a door um uh, so maverick comes out tries to get a little revenge there uh dun eventually comes around takes out maverick from the back um which allows Oni and danny uh, to retain but Maverick still comes in they beat the shit out of him. Brazango tries to jump in, help Maverick, they beat the shit out of him too. And uh we end one more time with uh McAfee telling that these are the four greatest guys in the wrestling business. And uh that was pretty much uh that was pretty much NXT right there. Pretty much NXT. Uh again, I missed only only missed two matches. I'll go back and watch them. Uh definitely actually want to see the uh one match with um Thatcher and Loomis. Uh, I like that Loomis character, so I'll go back and watch that when I get time. And um, I guess on that note, why don't I just go ahead and knock out SmackDown? I don't have that many notes on SmackDown either. Um, I'll just go ahead and get SmackDown done with. And then uh, we'll go ahead and get into a few things here. Um, Once again, when it's just me, it's not going to last that long. Like I said, I'm not sure if I don't have enough to say or I just talk fast. I think I talk fast. But, uh, here we go. Let's go ahead and get SmackDown. Uh, Roman comes out to start out the show. Um, basically, I wouldn't say he cut a promo. He kind of went out there and praised Jey Uso. Um, you know, how he's, uh, he's, you know, what he's done in so little time, how he's much better off now. Um, I get what he's saying. I do, um. Not sure, again, I'm not sure how long this little thing with him and Jay is going to last before Roman turns on him again. Uh, I think that's going to happen sooner rather than later. But uh, Drew McIntyre ends up coming out over from Raw. And uh, Roman and Paul can't believe it. But uh, Drew comes out, kind of has a little stare down with Roman, says he's going to beat Randy on Monday and become the champion. Then it's going to be Drew and Roman. Survivor Series. Um, I did like when Roman said, Nobody watches Raw. No, nobody watches that show. (laughs) Uh, He's kind of right. But uh, (laughs) that was kind of a shot there. I kind of liked it. Um, But he said they all watch SmackDown because of Roman Reigns. I saw where he was going with that. But uh, Jay runs out and gets in Drew's face. Uh, which Roman did scold him. Scold him, literally, like a child for later, um, for doing that. Uh, but uh, they do get a match, Drew versus Jey Uso for tonight. That's going to actually end up being the main event for tonight. Once again, Jey Uso, main eventing, another SmackDown. Didn't win this time, but main eventing another SmackDown nonetheless. Um, but after that, we had Sami Zayn versus Apollo Cruz come out. I like this match. I like how Sammy uh, ripped the apron off, used the ropes from the apron to tie up Apollo's leg, and then win with the uh, rolls back into the ring at the eight and three-quarter count. Apollo got counted out. Um, honestly, what caught my eye about that match was Corey and Cole, for the first four or five minutes of the match, just arguing back and forth about Sammy Zayn kind of playing the victim all the time. Honestly, that's what kind of that was re- really stuck out to me throughout the whole match. I'm not sure why. But that they they did. They were going back and forth and ah, you're always playing the victim, blah blah blah. So I don't know. That was kind of what just caught my uh, caught my attention in that match and kept my attention for the I don't know, it just I kept thinking about it. So um but the match itself was definitely a good match. I mean, Jesus, Sammy Apollo Again, what are you gonna do? Two talented guys out there. Uh, we get Kayla Braxton mm, 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 backstage interviewing the Mysterio family. Um, Ray basically recaps the feud. Uh, we have Seth and Ray Mysterio coming out for the uh, um, no holds barred match, uh, which is which 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 what happened later in the show, which I will get to. Um, but uh, basically, that's what happened. Seth basically just kind of recapped the feud, said he's going to, you know, obviously, you know, beat the hell out of Seth tonight, which well, we, we we know he did. Um, Sasha Banks comes out for a promo. I am not sure what she was wearing. But I liked it. I liked it. She looked amazing coming out there. Um, comes out there, starts cutting a promo. Bailey ends up coming out and saw Carmella. Ends up uh, kicking Sasha. Uh, Bailey was just a distraction. Um, Carmella versus Sasha. Okay. Um, I'm good with Sasha, but Carmella versus. Sa- I just don't care. I'm sorry. Carmella's just not it. Um, just not it. I, I, I don't know who else you could. I mean, there's. Who else is on SmackDown? We saw, I mean, Jesus Christ, give Natty something to do besides sit there and be the boat. My God, that's annoying. Um, But anyway, who cares? Uh, We get Otis backstage after that. He's got three plates of food back in catering. Um, Rude and Ziggler are making fun of him for basically eating a lot. He jumps up from the table. We get Otis and Ziggler. Uh Otis picked up the win. It wasn't an exact squash, but Ziggler didn't get much offense. Um besides a couple of moves and one zigzag in there. And then Otis basically uh picked up the win with uh with his little I don't even know what his finish is called. I don't I forget. I forget. Uh I know he did the caterpillar. He did that. That he did. Um but uh after that I got to tell y'all, I'm happy to see Chad Gable back as Chad Gable. This Shorty G thing, I didn't like it in the the beginning. Um, I'm glad to see he's back as himself, Chad Gable, not Shorty G. Uh, Basically back there telling Otis he needs a mentor. Gives him a brochure for something called the Alpha Academy. Um, Liking where this could go. I think there's a lot of uh, potential there with this little storyline. So we will... uh, most definitely be seeing what happens with this, but I don't know. Like I said, I'm glad glad to see Chad Cable back, man. That character wasn't doing it. The whole thing where he was Corbin's lackey was just still not doing it. And this character seems like it could be a good little character for him. Almost seems like kind of a, what was that guy's name? Simon Dean? Was that his name? Simon Dean? I think that almost seems like a, a toned-down Simon Dean, kind of character. So, I don't know. Let's see where this goes. Um, it's definitely got my attention, and I'll, uh, I'll be looking forward to it. But, uh, after that little part there, we did get the Seth and Rey Mysterio no holds barred match. Um, you get Murphy back there with Rollins, but I think all of us knew it was pretty predictable why Murphy was going back over there. Um, he wanted to yeah i guess it's the old uh you know keep your your friends close and your enemies closer uh kind of things so he definitely was kind of cuddling up to um rollins just to turn on rollins uh it was pretty like i said it it, it was predictable we all saw it um we got the whole family of, of Mysterios down there um murphy like i said he did to end up turning on Seth, which like I said we 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 knew he was gonna do that, um, so Ray did end up winning this basically, this is supposed to be a blow off you. This seems like it is going to be Rollins even said, I don't ever want to hear Ray Mysterio's name again, um, but I think the kind of spin off of this storyline is gonna be this whole Murphy thing, um Murphy was sort of. Let into the family after the match, and after turning and uh, turning on Seth, and helping Ray win the match. Um, so you know it, it, the match is over. They're all you know they got the whole Mysterio family out there hugging. Um, Murphy's out on the side of the ring, looking like a dejected puppy. And um, <laughs> uh, next thing you know, Ray, you know, Aaliyah goes to run to him. Ray holds her holds her back and Ray goes over and tells him, Come on to the ring and face me like a man and Murphy does. Ray shakes his hand and Aaliyah runs to Murphy and uh basically they allow him into the families over there, you know, suddenly all is forgiven. Um sitcom storyline over, I guess. That was a sitcom ending, in my opinion. Really a sitcom ending. Um but uh hey. I guess that's what WWE is striving to be, anyway. So there was that, but I I, I hope this feud is over. I was hoping it was going to be over when I mean, we were all hoping it was going to be over when the draft happened and they all got drafted over to SmackDown. So the whole storyline got brought over. But I'm glad this storyline is over. And uh, I guess <laughs> there, there you go, Weeb's no more cock blocking from Ray. Um, he's just gonna here you. You you come on in here and uh defile my nineteen year old daughter. Enjoy. Enjoy. Thanks for that helping me win the match. Defiling is your gift. Uh, oh my God. I don't know. I don't know. Uh geez. Anyway, um we get the uh probably the I think the last uh Survivor Series qualifier match. Uh Natalia, Liv Morgan, Tamina, and uh Chelsea Green. I'm not sure if she's being brought up uh, permanently, but um, Natty was back there kind of begging for this match, and next thing you know, Chelsea Green shows up, and they imply she had some influence to make this a four-way match. Um, So, uh, yeah, there you go, Antox. I guess the uh, Rey Mysterio uh, thing isn't creepy anymore. He's got the approval, so not quite sure how that works, but anyway, uh, we'll—anyway. I mean, she's 19. It's not like she's 17. If she was 17, we'd all be fucking screaming and yelling, and I, I hope for good cause. She's 19. So... It is what it is. It is what it is. But... Um, so yeah, that, that match gets made. Uh, Liv Morgan ends up being the one winning that match. Natty throws a fit. And I gotta tell y'all, this is a little bit strange. Um, this team... They have, but, uh, you know, you got Liv and Ruby on the same team, so I don't know what's going to happen there, but it's definitely a, a a strange team they have going on. I'd say both the women's teams are a little strange, but I guess we'll see what's going to happen with that. But um, Liv Morgan did qualify for that match. Natty threw a fit, of course. She's been trying to qualify for weeks and weeks and weeks and hasn't gotten it. What has it been? Three weeks, that's it, I think. But anyway... Um, After that, we get Big E backstage. The street profits come rolling up. Big E's back there making money off of bets that a guy can't do 100. Um, What is that? Jump rope. Stopped at 95. I'll be damned. Big E's making money backstage. But uh, the street profits come up and um, saying they made him some food, Big E, because we all know Big E likes to eat. And uh, they made him food, and he realized it's in the shape of an L. And Biggie took offense to it. Obviously, the New Day were like, yeah, we're going to be handing out L's coming up Monday now, or whatever, whenever the match is. Um, but uh, Biggie gets pissed, calls him New Day Light. The great value New Day. Knock off New Day. Even Diet New Day. I like all those. And uh, walks away laughing. But um, good little segment. I Like when these guys interact, they're all very good together. you got a lot of big personalities in there, a lot of charisma sitting right there. So I think no matter what they do, it's going to turn out to be a good segment uh, with those guys whenever they're in segments together. But um, we get the unsanctioned match, Drew versus Jey Uso. Um, The match kind of just kind of went how it was. Near the end of the match, we get Roman coming out. Um, and with Heyman, of course, uh, Drew was getting the upper hand from, from most of that match. And especially right here when they came out, Jay took advantage of that distraction. Roman, uh, go ahead. And once again, just like he did with Daniel Bryan told, uh, Jay to make Drew understand. And, um, Jay jumps back in the ring, tries to do what he did to Daniel Bryan, but Drew ended up picking up the win. um, we basically uh get drew getting in Roman's face with a little stare down, and that show is over um but uh smackdown wasn't 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 that bad this week um actually enjoyed Smackdown I think I might have enjoyed actually i'm not I'm, no i i i did I enjoyed Smackdown more than I enjoyed raw this week to be honest with you um so I thought it was a pretty damn good show so uh I don't know I guess we'll uh we got one more week now. We got until uh, next SmackDown and then I think a week from a week from next Sunday is the pay-per-view or a week from this Sunday. I think it might be a week from this Sunday. Uh, it is. It is a week from this Sunday. So uh, we will get Survivor Series coming up soon. And um, there we go. That is SmackDown. Killing it through this shit. All right. Um. right. Let's see. What should we get into here? You know what I'm going to do real quick, guys? I'm going to take a quick break because I forgot to grab something again. Um, I'm going to take a really quick break. And I will be back in about three minutes. So if you guys don't mind hanging on, I will be right back. Go ahead and enjoy me playing a little bit of... Let's see. What are we going to play for you guys here? Let's play... Let's play... Let's play Shane's music. What the hell? Here comes the money. I'll be back. Give me about three or four minutes here. And uh see you
2: soon.
0: Alright. Sorry about that, guys. I was uh was running out of water. Realized I hadn't uh I didn't have any more. <laughs> so refilled my water, refilled the uh, my backup water, and uh, I won't lie, I brought a couple shots in. Um, so might be doing a shot in a few minutes here, but uh, in the meantime, um, go back to the uh, women's match. Um, Antox, I'm sorry, buddy, I just saw this. Uh, I, I was kind of looking at my notes there. I wasn't looking at uh, the chat room, but uh, Antox is saying that uh, for the women's match, uh, it looks like it went to live, uh, on the fly. Apparently, uh, Fightful's Patreon says they called the match for live on the fly. Um, green was taken out during the break. I guess maybe green, uh, green, got, uh, Chelsea got hurt. Um, I, I don't know. I didn't see that, but, uh, I guess we'll find out more about that. Maybe we can get to, uh, some of that on Wednesday night and, um, We'll find out what happens from there. But uh thank you, Antox. Once again, this is, well, this is why I love you chat room. You guys are fountains of information. Absolute fountains of information. And I appreciate it every minute of it. Mixer.com slash Dirt cheat dudes, everyone should be in the damn chat. Get in here, please. Please. But uh I'm not really begging. Um anyway, guys, uh I'm gonna go ahead and get just a few things here. Like I said, might not be the longest show we got. We got here tonight. I did an hour and a half the other night. I'm uh, probably going to get right close to that, maybe a little longer. Um, Let's go from there. I did mention Leo Rush earlier. Uh, he is actually going to be on an MTV show called The Challenge. I don't know exactly what the show is. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and look it up now. Um, It sounds like, um, I'm not going to say fear factor, but it sounds like one of those shows where, oh, all right, it looks like what they do is they do stuff that stuntmen do, and they're challenged to do it. That's kind of what it looks like here. Jaw dropping, that's what it looks like they do. They basically do stuff that stuntmen do. Huh. It's a pretty fucking cool show right there. I might have to actually watch this now that I'm seeing this. I don't think I've watched MTV since Jersey Shore. But I might have to watch this show. More I'm looking at it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They do like spy stuff on this show. I'm liking this show. I'm liking this show. I'm going to have to set this show on the old DVR. Um, Definitely. I don't know if anybody else is already watching this show, but... This is 100% right up my alley. So I will definitely check this out. Um, it's got a little bit of Fear Factor ish to it, though. Uh, I wasn't even a huge fan of Fear Factor. Um, but uh, this show looks like it's pretty fucking cool. I mean, they got cars going up on their sides and people dropping from planes and shit like that. So um, and it looks like they've got the, they're doing stuff that Navy SEALs do and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That works for me, so uh, I'm I'm gonna put that on my DVR as soon as I uh, as soon as the show is over. Um, now, let's go ahead and get into this real quick. Uh, a few, I guess, about a month ago, uh, me and Smart brought up the reason that uh, WWE was probably not gonna end up being in the Thunderdome very long, but there really wasn't a big reason behind it um it looks like now there may be that reason um the reason being according to pw insider wwe will have to vacate the amway center as the nba uh orlando magic they're going to start training again in december so basically it says here uh exactly um pw insider did report that um by December fifth, they've got to be out of there. De- December fifth is when the Orlando Magic will be uh, starting their uh, training there. Um, and uh, the quote from uh, PW uh, Insider is: "Unless there is a last-second change, WWE will indeed be leaving Orlando's Amway Center for the Thun- uh, Amway Center for the Thunderdome." We are told that the company's production team currently needs to clear out the venue no later than twelve five due to the Orlando Magic needing the facility as the NBA is hoping to launch their season during that time frame. There is no current confirmed plan for WWE's next move, but we are told the company has looked into venues in several states to host the Thunderdome going forward, including Florida, Texas, and Illinois, um, among others. Obviously, given the climate of COVID-19 pandemic, um everything is subject to change. Ah uh, yeah, that's definitely true. Um I got to tell you I think their best bet is to stay in Florida. Um maybe Texas? Now. Here's what I'm wondering. WWE got to Gets to be through some dealing, an essential company in Florida, right? There is rumor. I'm sure you guys have heard the same thing I have. Um, It looks like Biden is going to be elected. And there's rumor that there could be another lockdown, national lockdown. If WWE is not in Florida and they decide to go to another state and this happens, They're not going to be an essential business, so what are they going to do? What's going to happen? Um, It's going to be some interesting times going on with where they can end up by December because that's not a lot of time. Let's face it. It's November 13th. It's fucking Friday the 13th right now. Um, It's November, so December 5th is right around the corner, man. I mean, you know, it's right there. And I don't know where they're going to go from here. Texas? I don't know if Texas will do the same thing for you. Um, I mean, if, we're, if we're in a fucking national lockdown, essential businesses is going to be redefined as essential. I mean, I'm not even sure. If, I, I don't know. I think they're going to basically be like hospital workers. Pretty much that's about it. So we will see. We will see what happens. Um, but um, yeah, that is going to be, I mean, this pandemic has a lot to do. With it, if there's another lockdown, that's going to be a big strain if they are not in Florida on them. They're going to have to. What, what are they going to do? Give Texas twenty million to, uh, you know, donate twenty million to Texas just to get their name back in there? I, I don't see what's going to happen, but um, they're definitely going to have to clear out. I, I'll tell you the truth. That might might not hurt for them to just. Start their own, make build their own arena. Um, I mean, according to Dave, I'm going to tie another story into this. According to Meltzer, certain WWE talent have already been told that the previous way of they're doing house shows and touring is d- gone for good. Um, they're, pr- in other words, he's suggesting that they're not going to be doing house shows anymore, which. I've said, I have a feeling they're not going to. They are saving tons of money. They still have people being able to join on the Thunderdome. I think they're going to probably do venues and fans for pay-per-views. You know, their special network shows, whatever you want to call them. But I think he's right. I definitely think he's right. I mean, they're releasing people that are uh, the, I mean, just this week we talked about one of the guys that's involved in the uh, live events, the the guy that does all the merch for the live events, gone. So, I think Meltzer might not be uh might not be too far off here of what they're going to do, but definitely seems like they're going to get rid of doing house shows and I've said for a while that's probably where they're headed. I see him doing a thunderdome somewhere. Like I said, I wouldn't doubt if they decided to build their own little I mean they've got the performance center so they could just build something right there but I could see them getting a building and redoing it and making their own little fucking thing and making it a thunderdome I don't know if it I don't know if that's where they're headed but I mean let's face it they just had a a, a great fucking third quarter so you know we'll see what happens but I, um, you know, we've been saying and, you know, you guys have agreed that the way they are doing house shows is probably dead. Um, and like I said, they're saving money, but and they're still making money. So why would they go back to it if there is? St- if I- I'm sure when they're looking at their statistics, you know, that if there's still I mean, it. it if they're still making money that they, you know, and still doing it without, this is definitely a thing they should do. There's not a problem. Um, this will become the new normal. I, I, we all hate that term, but this may become a new normal being on television. Um, I wouldn't doubt if they, if, if they did that. I also wouldn't doubt if they started charging to be in the Thunderdome. Just a little. I wouldn't think they would do a lot. Um, But I would figure they would maybe start charging fans. If you want to come in the Thunderdome, maybe take a small fee for that. Might be a way to start making even more money, which, you know, WWE is all about that shit. Um, Oh, shit. We've said Vince is bringing back the WBF 2.0. The World Bodybuilding Foundation. Yeah. Oh, Vince over there just fucking spoop I don't I don't even know if he can come anymore, so who cares. Uh, but, but uh, I, I could see him doing that. Um I could see the rock getting behind that, doing a little, doing a little something with Vince McMahon. Um with the XFL thing going on. But uh yeah, yeah, I I could definitely see them going a completely digital House show way and um, why not? If you can if you can make money on, I mean, I don't know how many of those screens they have, but let's face it, if you paid you know they'd make it nine ninety nine, right? Nine ninety nine to do that. And they're just people in screens. You don't have to pay for the concessions. You don't have to have those employees in there. You don't have to have the merch guys in there. You're just gonna have some more commercials. Hey, merch, you know where it is? It's on our website. Blah, 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 blah. That's what you're gonna have, in my opinion. Um, so I don't know. I, it's uh, it's that virtual world, man. It's that uh, that demolition man type world we're uh, we're we're heading for. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens. But again, I do think with them having to get out of the Amway Center, right now, the best state for them to stay in is Florida. Because if these lockdowns happen, they are an essential business. And they will be, they were deemed essential. So that means they need to stay in Florida. For them to be looking at any other state, I think, is ridiculous and crazy on their part. But if they are, they are. Nothing I can see. Ah, there you go, waves Three seashells in the Thunderdome. <laughs> he he doesn't know what the three seashells are for. <laughs> Rob Schneider, like that guy. Um is hey, oh, right. I don't know what the three seashells are for. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um so there you go. That's that on the on, on that right there now. Uh, Speaking of WWE, they did announce um, last year. We did not get a tribute to the troops. Obviously, we did not get one. But uh, this year, it will come back. They did announce uh, on Wednesday. I did not see this until later. That the tribute to the troops show will return to television after a one-year hiatus. Um, It will be from the Thunderdome. Um, So, obviously... They're gonna record it. It's gonna be funny. They're gonna air it on December sixth, the day after they have to be out of the Thunderdome. Um, they're gonna air it. Um, obviously based on different markets, it'll vary. But uh the event will be from the Thunder with servicemen and women and their families from the Marine Corps, uh air station New River, United States Army uh post in Fort Hood. Oh, right there in Colleen, Killeen, Texas. Uh and the uh Navy Aircraft carrier USS John C Stennis. So we will see a lot of uh, military presence there, and um, that'll us again air on December sixth. Let's see. It says those with a one p.m. Eastern Time NFL game that day can watch the tribute to the troops at four thirty. Those where the game starts at four o five p.m. Eastern Time, they can watch it at three p.m. Uh, So December 6th, which is a, what is December 6th? That is a uh, Sunday. So it'll be on a Sunday. So um, that'll be coming back again. I I like when they do this. I'm not going to lie. Even Vince came out and said, uh, this is a unique time. And we look forward to providing our troops and their families with an interactive experience that only WWE can deliver as we celebrate our servicemen and women with millions of our fans watching at home on Fox. Um, So there you go. I I like that they're doing this again. I think this is a good time to do it again. A little bit of normalcy back in here. But I think they just wanted to uh, go ahead and just run this one more. uh, I don't know. I think they want to pick it back up. They've only did it. It was only one year since... I believe they started this actually in two thousand and one right after um or maybe it was two thousand two but it was they definitely started doing these right after um 11 because this was during desert storm um uh, when they started doing these, so it was definitely two thousand one or two I don't know which one it was might have been two thousand and two uh, when they started doing this but um that's good of them to keep this going, keep this little, uh, keep that alive. I'm, I'm, uh, I definitely like that. Um, all right. So let's get into this real quick guys. And if you guys got any questions or anything in the chat room here, go ahead and lay them out in the, uh, in the chat. Cause I've only got a couple more stories to get into and they're, uh, they're not that long, but uh, if you got any stories you want me to get into, or if you got anything that I forgot, go ahead and lay it out in the chat room. Um, Nikki and Brie appeared on Access Hollywood this week and they want one more run um, and I quote this is what's hard for Nikki and I Brie Bella said when we left all of a sudden WWE women's tag titles came and we're like wait a sec That's for the Bella Twins. We've been dying to have tag titles. So she and I felt like we have one more run in us. So we really want to go for those titles. Okay. Um, I don't care to see them with those titles. I don't need to see them with the titles. I don't care if they get if they do come back and get him it's not going to be like oh my god these bitch i'm not going to care it's not going to really affect my life at all but why what's the reason they're both moms now both of them are and it's, i mean you know nikki's got her first child Bree just had her second child um daniel bryant this is his last run more than likely I don't know about that. That's a guy right there that definitely has the bug. Um, Anyone who can force WWE to go back and look at the uh, CTE case that he had uh, definitely has a bug that's not going to shake. I'm not sure if a child or even two children are going to be able to shake that bug in Daniel Bryan. So we'll see. We'll see if if he's true about that. Uh, But I, I don't need to see this. I'm not really wanting to see this. But again, if it happens, it happens. I just think that for these girls to just have to have every title in the company is a little annoying, egotistical, unnecessary I could think of more words, but I'm just going to stop right there. Uh, it's just not worth it to me. Um, don't need to do I, I, I not don't, I don't care, but if they do, they do. But, um, oh, there you go, Weebs. The Road Warriors, the Steiners, and then the Bellas. No! My God. I'd put Demolition before the Bellas, and you know how I did not like Demolition. Motherfucker, I'd put Brizongo before the Bellas. How's that? How's that? Jesus. Goddamn fucking anyone before them. But yeah, no reason for that. Listen, these girls definitely have made a wonderful career for themselves. Uh, Outside of WWE, they've got their E! TV shows on uh, entertainment television. That's great. I'd stick with that. You guys probably, let's face it, you got what you wanted. You really Wanted to be TV stars anyway. And this is. I think it fits you better. Honestly. Just. No need. My personal opinion. Just just, just hang out where you're at. You're good. You're all good. Don't worry about it there. You're fine. You're fine. So. I don't know. That's what we got with that right there. Um. So. A few months ago we've. We uh I'm gonna get to the last little thing here. We talked about stalkers. Um we know Sonya Deville had a stalker who um came after her when Mandy was in her house. So really he would have got a he would have got a hell of a two for one right there. Um if uh if that did go down. Um this actually ties into uh Sonya Deville and Paige. So I'm gonna start with a little Sonya Deville thing. Um Again, we know what happened. Sonya Deville had someone uh, come to her house uh, and uh, texting her and doing some really, really other creepy shit, uh, sending her some very, very creepy, like, I'm going to kill you texts. Um, And basically he was going to kidnap her and he wanted to kill Mandy is what he wanted to do. Um, But uh, Sonya Deville back in court yesterday morning uh, along with her accuser, Philip Thomas. Um, DeVille, uh, Sonia DeVille, was trying to get the restraining order uh, lengthened because I think restraining orders are only for a certain time. I don't know how long they actually last. I'm not sure about that, um, but I know you have to keep re- reinstating and reinstating. Um So she was trying to get her restraining order reinstated. Um, Remember, this guy broke into her house and it's all on camera. Uh, She ran out the back. Seconds later, um, the guy was right behind her. Um, She told the judge she was terrified. Uh, Her exact words, a quote from Sonia. I started screaming. I don't even know what I said. Uh, Recalled DeVille, something like, what are you doing? Um, I got to tell you, look at the picture of this guy. He's got those eyes. Those not all their eyes. You know the eyes I'm talking about, right? Yeah, you know those motherfuckers. You know the eyes I'm talking about. Those crazy eyes. Not the Steve Buscemi crazy eyes, but those other crazy eyes. He's got them. Um, prosecutors were saying that, uh, He had been obsessed with DeVille for years and sent her countless vulgar messages on Instagram that got more and more threatening. After his arrest, that guy told investigators he did plan to kidnap her and wanted to keep her from attending wrestling events. Uh, Basically, he was basically... I'm assuming what was in his mind is if she couldn't lose that Loser Leaves match, she couldn't leave WWE. WWE the problem with that is he would not be leaving no it's not Betty Davis eyes Kim Karn has nothing to do with this um but uh, he won't he was thinking if the, obviously the problem with that is she wouldn't be able to leave his domicile wherever he had her either um but the judge did ask act very quickly uh, she did extend the temporary injunction um. Uh, very quickly, so there we go. Uh, she'll be back there in December for the criminal charges. Um, I'm assuming that the uh, extension lasts until the uh, until the court date. We will find out more in December with this. Um, but on the heels of Stalkers, Paige, the other day, uh, the 9th, which was, uh, what was that, Monday? something like that, um, was also kind of the victim of a stalker who again broke into her house. Um, her boyfriend was there, uh, Ronnie Radke. I'm not sure if I pronounced his name right, but that's probably close enough. Um, she actually had this guy broke into her house. This guy held the guy until the cops got there. Uh, she put out a few tweets, um, one of them was scariest thing ever. He told us symbols led, to, led him to us, but Ronnie got him in a hole until police got there. What the fuck is wrong with people? Thank God. Ronnie is around to protect our house. Jesus page said, um, and there were photos of the, of the police arresting the guy, um, that, uh, the boyfriend did put out. Obviously when he was being arrested, the, uh, he posted a few photos um and then he said a stalker had come had the audacity to come to my door got his ass handed to him until police arrived and saved the day i will fucking kill you please don't make me kill you he wrote no, you breaking into my house you're i'm not going to put you in a hold put you in a fucking coffin not a hold uh but anyway um That's either here or there. Uh, What? 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 Can anyone tell me what's going on with these stalkers lately? I mean, we're in a pandemic, and these stalkers seem to be more brazen than ever. What the fuck is going on with these people? I I don't get it. I really don't get it. Um, Now, this could have been. This did not have to be a WWE stalker. This may not even be a wrestling fan. This could be a Twitch stalker. Um, I'm not sure which it is. It doesn't really say. But, um, man, we it, 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 it's just like stalkers are all over the wrestling world now. I don't fucking get it. I really do not fucking get it. But suddenly there's stalkers everywhere in the wrestling world. And, man, women... Be fucking careful out there. Be vigilant. Hide your information. As, I, I don't know how these guys are getting their information, number one. There's, there's my first thing. How are these guys getting their addresses? I don't know. I don't know. If they, I, you got if the, the women need to find that shit out. But, man, these stalkers, they creep me the fuck out, like, really, really bad. Um, and, I mean, I, I I feel bad for these women. I mean, Paige luckily had someone there to, you know, help her, but not every woman has that. So thank God that uh, she had someone there to help her out, and I'm really glad she did. And, uh, oh, I, I, I guess we'll, uh, I don't know, man, but these fucking stalkers are just absolutely crazy. Um, and I pulled up PW Insider. Uh, since uh, Antox had mentioned that um, Chelsea Green was hurt, um, reportedly broke her wrist during the SmackDown debut of her. Um, medical update here this is actually WWE uh, issued the following statement. Um, <clears throat> during the fatal four way qualifying match for the opportunity to qualify for the SmackDown Women's Survivor Series team on tag team on friday jesus christ that is a mouthful team on friday evening chelsea green suffered a broken left wrist chelsea was taken to a hospital a local hospital for further evaluation first of all the fact that they use the word hospital shows me it's real they would have put medical center had it not have been um so wow not good um coming out in your SmackDown, I guess this was her debut. I guess this was her, she was going to be brought up to the roster, and ouch, that she ends up, you know, first thing out, ends up breaking her wrist. I feel horrible for her. That's awful. Um, you know, that's not definitely not uh, not anything you want to do or uh, even a wish on somebody, but um, I don't know. That's horrible, but um, man, between stalkers and, breaking wrists i'm uh i'm not even sure where to go from here but uh i'll tell you all the truth i really got nothing else nothing really else to fucking go after here um if you guys got anything like i said in the chat go ahead and let me know i'm gonna pull up uh let me go ahead and go to the news one more time see if i find anything else to go for here um again i got to uh I think I might need to prepare for doing these shows uh, solo. Um, and I will start preparing for that because I'm honestly not prepared for it right now. But um, that's really it. I mean, we got into Zelina Vega. And we got into everything else. We got into a bunch of stuff there. And um, I think that's about it. I got into SmackDown. I got into NXT. I'm pretty sure that's really all I've got to get into, guys. Um Hell, it's Friday. I say enjoy yourselves, and uh, I will give me one second. I will get the plugs back up. For some reason, I shut them down. I'm not sure why I did that. Probably because I wasn't thinking. But um, go ahead and do that. I'm going to go ahead and do a shot for all those that are hanging out in the chat room with me. I appreciate you guys. I've got a shot poured right here. So, hey, cheers to you gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Good shit right there. A little vodka for you. And on that note right there. All right. You guys know what to do. Take your drunken ass home. I want you guys to first check out the high marks. That is a Cheese Man. That is Mojo. That is G-Wiz. They are on the Metal Mint Network right here. Mixler.com slash Network. Two tease in mid. Check them out Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And forgot to mention before, Cheese Man on Sports. He does that on Monday nights, I believe, same time. Um, so check that out also with Cheese Man himself. And of course to Bobby Anthony and Bobby Blades, the Inhuman Experience. I know you want to check it out. I know you have. I know you will. If you haven't, what in the living fuck is wrong with you? They're on all the usual podcast platforms. Again. It is an experience all in itself. Check them out. The Unscripted Wrestling Podcast. Check out those guys over there. Really, really good guys. I may be on with them next Sunday. Uh, they're going to be doing a, uh, a few things over there. I might be on with them. We'll find out. I'll see if I. Uh, I was next Friday. I apologize. Um, we will find out about that. Um, what's going on? And uh, you can catch them on all the usual podcast platforms and blog, talk radio every Sunday, 8.30, uh, I think the same time, actually earlier. Um, And, of course, Stephen Milan, sharing the show, letterboxd.com slash Stephen Milan, and Letterboxed is B-O-X-D.com. Milan is with two L's. He's reviewing films over there. He shares the show. We appreciate it. We appreciate him listening, sharing, and everything he does. And, of course, subscribe, rate, and review this show. Every show I mentioned, we're on Spreaker We are on Stitcher, iHeart, Spotify, Google, TuneIn, Player FM, everywhere else you find podcasts. You know where to find us, because you're listening. Tell a friend. Tell that friend to tell another friend. Tell that friend's friend to tell their friends. You know how it goes. On that note, I hope everybody has a good weekend. I, at least me, will see you guys Wednesday. And um, like I said, not quite sure what's going on right now, but... Y'all still going to get a show. I ain't going to let y'all motherfuckers down. I don't do that shit. And um, I appreciate everybody who's listening right now. I appreciate everybody downloading the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And
2: Take your drunken ass home It's all right If you don't know what to do with yourself uh. Take your drunken ass home